Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and today I'm joined by my very good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one, the only, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimano. Gentlemen, so good to be here with y'all. I'm excited for another uh, episode of the Royal Geek Podcast. Got some exciting things to talk about today. Yeah, uh, we seem to uh, specialize in Marvel topics, don't we? Mm, and uh, yeah. that's what we have for you here tonight, yep. is a Marvel topic. Mm-hmm. I told my buddy that uh, we've learned that Marvel is our cash cow, so we're just going to keep milking yep. it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we're, ju- we're yeah. just like Disney. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally, we, this could just be the Disney podcast. Might, just, yeah, we represent <laughs> unofficial, all. Unofficial. Yeah, unofficial, right, exactly. Uh, they need to start paying us, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it would it would really be in line, you know, with how much trash we talked to the DCEU. I mean, it would just it would be perfect. Just Disney, you know, slide us a check, and we'll just continue yes. just dogging on the DCEU. <laughs> a part of me will die inside every time we do that, though. But yes. uh, I'll still I'll still partake. So we, as Justin mentioned, we're going to be talking about Marvel tonight. We're actually going to be doing a State of the MCU podcast, and really, what this is all about is we want to. You know, with the events that have already transpired in the MCU in 2021, it's been a heck of a year. Yes. Yeah, Marvel. for real. I mean, it's just been so good. With the, with everything that's transpired so far, we're going to talk a little bit about what to expect with what's next. There is so much content coming out in the, in the really the next several years. Um, but even in the, in the, in the next, uh, what, five months that, is, that are left in 2021, there's so much there's to talk about. There's a lot about. coming. Yeah. So... Um, this would be a good time to mention that we have done reviews of everything that Marvel has done this year so far, and we would encourage you to go check them out if you haven't listened to them. Uh, on whatever podcast you listen to, or whatever podcatcher you use, you can uh, scroll down and see our older episodes. Um, we would also really love it if you would like and subscribe the, to the podcast. Um, and really just sharing the podcast with any friends that you have really helps us out so much. Um, that would mean the world to us. Uh, last little plug: if you are a if you are an Apple user, if you listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, I can't tell you how helpful it would be if you would leave us a five star review with a, a couple nice words about how much you love us. Uh, that really helps us out more than more than I can express, <laughs> and I express it a lot. Pretty much every episode, I talk about it. So, uh, yeah, if you could do that for us, that'd be great. Um, we're so excited to jump into this, boys. Why don't we start by just giving a brief recap of everything that's happened so far in 2021, um, and really where that leaves us? Yeah. So, I mean, we've had one uh, feature-length film, which was yes. uh, Black Widow. Just came out. Just a couple yeah, weeks just ago. Just came out. Yeah. A couple in fact, weeks there, ago. there might be people listening who haven't. That's actually a good point. If you're listening, you haven't watched Black Widow yet. You should totally do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's still kind of fresh. It's fresh. It's it just it just happened. So yeah. uh, it was a prequel kind of to the. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. It took place after Civil War and yes. before Infinity War. So yeah. yeah, the one feature length film, and then we had three three Marvel mm. television shows on uh-huh. Disney Plus. Yes, streaming, uh, not live, but streaming directly <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. That was WandaVision. That started in, like, January. And then in March, we had The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then we just finished with the Loki series. Yeah, yes. exactly, yeah. And once again, we have reviewed, of especially those, those series, we've literally done reviews, like, discussions on each and every episode. Yep. I'm trying to think. That's six for Loki, six for Falcon Winter Soldier, and then I think it was nine, nine yeah. for WandaVision. So my math tells me that that's uh, <laughs> quite a bit. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good with math. And previews. <laughs> you know, we did previews of them too. We did, yeah, that's right. Um, in fact, we actually did a uh, we actually did a preview of Marvel in 2021 in general, and yep. this kind of feels like the um, the midterm, you know, yep. like literally kind of in the middle of the year, and we're we're about to have an avalanche of content coming our yep. way. And I, yeah, I just feel like you know, yes, we did just did an episode at the beginning of this year, but it's been uh, so much has changed, and there's so much ahead. Right now, and so much was uncertain at the beginning of the year with yeah. COVID and everything like that. I, I mean, I just feel like it was a really good idea to, you know, talk about what has happened, take a deep breath mm-hmm. while we have a moment, and then, you know, really start to look forward to what is on the horizon. That's right. So, so clearly, spoiler warning for any of the four properties we just mentioned. Um, we're hoping that if you're still listening right now, that you've actually watched everything that we just mentioned. And again, hopefully listen to our reviews. But... Um, yeah, let's talk about where this leaves us. There's there's exciting things that have happened in the three series and the one movie, uh, and I kind of view it as there's things happening um, in, in different kind of areas. And what yeah. I mean what I mean by that is you know something that Marvel we've kind of speculated on, you know, for what eleven years when the Infinity Saga you had like one clear overarching nemesis, right? Right, yeah. And it was, yep. it was Thanos, right? He's, in, he's looking for the Infinity Stones. He's going to get the gauntlet. He's going to wipe out half of all life in the, in the universe, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, we were saying that, man, but, you know, what is Marvel going to do for their next kind of big bad, their next nemesis overarching villain? Um, are they going to have one, or are they going to kind of have multiple... And how's that going to work? So, you know, it seems like they're going towards having a specific one, but you could, until we see some of these other properties, it could very well be kind of multiple still. So, yeah, I can see it being multiple, uh, multiple, uh, like second tier villains, like uh-huh. throughout yeah. the thing, and then maybe them culminating to the one true, like Kang. Um, right. I can see that happening. Right. Uh, my, my one thing is like uh, what these three series and the movie, like kind of what it does, it like, it officially closes the door on the Infinity Saga. Like, I yeah. mean, Loki even, like, literally, like, open a drawer full of the stones and, like, oh, they're meaningless. Like, so they close the drawer <laughs> and boom, like, the okay. saga's over. We, they, we're not going to touch about touch on that again. It's, it's over. Um, and so, I mean, Wanda <laughs> clearly has become more powerful than Thanos could uh, could ever be, it looks like, visually. Yeah. Visually. Yeah. Um, and so she, <laughs> in her right self... She could potentially end up being a big bad, maybe. I don't know, man. That's like, right. We it, said we speculated on that actually. <laughs> kind of forgot about that. Yeah, and uh, to what her role potentially could be in Doctor Strange two. I don't know. Right. You know, that's a good thing. Why don't we Why don't we say briefly where each of the movies and series left us? Okay. So you you yes. said it. Wandavision, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it, Powerful. Yes. It leaves us with a potential looming threat or a potential like. In- just an incredibly overpowered character in Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. And also a vision that is out there, and we're not sure what to think of vision just yet. Um, like he's the, the white vision kind of came to his right frame of mind. Senses. His senses, yeah. there you go. And now he has like just disappeared. So where's he going to pop up? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, I, I feel like he's got to pop up, right? Like they're not just going to like yeah, eventually. leave that. Right. Open. Right. I, hope, I hope. And I so, mean, well, go ahead, Shimano. I mean, I was just saying, like, I feel like he could be part of a, like, 
breaking Wanda out of this type of thing, you know, at, at some point, you know, using him and her love of him or a of vision as a whole to kind of break her out of whatever. Uh, Cause I, whether she's going to be a villain in some sort, although villain has done, or although Disney has done a lot of weird things and Marvel has done a lot of weird things recently. Um, I don't feel like they'll push her all the way up to being the main villain forever. Yeah. I, th- I, I think you at said, some point she has to, you said months ago that she might be a villain for like a movie maybe. Yeah. Right? But that's it. But yeah, I feel like there's going, the they're end, going they to friends. turn her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like basically the tradition, the traditional lost path, you know, type of thing where she goes off <laughs> the deep end and they eventually have to just kind of corral her back to, you know, her senses. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I like that. Okay. Any other thoughts on WandaVision, where it left us? Uh, it gave us Agatha Harkness. And, it did uh, give us Agatha Harkness. She yeah. has the potential return. I mean, they yeah. didn't they didn't kill her off like Marvel yep. usually does. Good villains like kills them off uh-huh. and, and uh, <laughs> robs the world of, of any potential uh, seeing them again. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, uh, Marvel. Um, yeah, <laughs> Killmonger. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, he's coming back. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> okay. Well, we also had uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which totally different. I mean, you yeah. want to talk about like you went you go from WandaVision, which is like magic and strange quirky and a, a, yeah. quirky yeah. like a tv show within a tv show you know yeah and then you have falcon winter soldier which you know we said on this pod you know it was not the greatest project they've done in marvel no. um and their hands were tied with some some re-edits they had to do that might have just it been, changed a lot yeah, yeah it changed a lot didn't have a great villain but the one yeah. thing it there, there were a couple things it did really well and one of them is we got a we got a new Captain America. We do. And there ain't no That's doubt right. about it anymore. Yeah. Yes. No, no. Uh, yeah, so uh, Falcon officially becomes Captain America, which, I mean, that costume still looks great. Yeah. yeah. It looks amazing. He's got those wings yeah. and the shield. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was sick. You can't beat that, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, so we, that, that's a huge part of it. And we got to see a little bit of something in some team building. Um, you know, you got to see U.S. Agent and, you know, Valentina. Yeah. That's, I think. Show up. I think, I think that's going to be a really big thing, especially, you know, a little bit of a spoiler, like what we saw on Black Widow. They really, you know, they're going to start building this team. And it's going to be really interesting because so far the people that have been um, that have been recruited for this team, I wouldn't necessarily say that they are villains. Like, I would say they are more towards... Like anti-hero type they're, people, they're more of uh, the in the gray area. Yeah, they all. I mean, Yelena in yes. uh, Black Widow, and then U.S. Agent. I mean, Baron Zemo can po- right. potentially, potentially be yeah. one of these as they well. Left it open, like yeah. it seems like they're they're going to partner yeah. up in some way. But, yeah, I think one of the most interesting parts about it is that they're not clear cut. They're not the hero. They're not. This the is villain, a true anti-hero. It but seems the, like a true anti-hero group. But yeah, and it but it seems like they are being set up to be the side that is opposing our traditional heroes, yeah. which is always a bit, a bit interesting. You see these people that may have been misguided by by someone or Valentina, or maybe they're, you know, they'll, they'll clash at some point, but it's not a, um, like a true opposite sides clash. It's kind of a, well, you're trying to do one thing. We're trying to do something very similar, but you guys have more rules than we do or something along those lines. Right. So I could see that being the kind of setup um, to where it's almost, you know, okay, well, these guys kind of, you know, 
they don't have to have the hero face, you know, to get the job done. Okay, so through phase one, okay, phase one was team building. They, that that yeah. happened. It, it happened throughout several movies, and they eventually became the Avengers, right? Yeah. So it would only be natural that, like, the, the phase four, which would technically be phase one of the next yeah. saga, whatever it is, right? Team sure. building yeah. is taking place. Uh, whether they're they're going to become either the Thunderbolts or they're going to become the Dark Avengers, yeah. uh, I don't I don't know what the outcome is here, but they're they're building a team, and I, I would not be surprised if we got a a movie, a quote unquote Avengers movie of this team yeah. by themselves, yeah. not including like a Thor or a Spider Man or something like that. Like I I can see that happening, and then after that they go into the next phase, and then it's th- that team versus the traditional team of like yeah. Captain Marvel, Thor, and all of them. So hmm. uh, that'd be pretty interesting to see. That, that would be super cool because I've always thought about like the idea of there's this movie that I like idea that I've been thinking about where you start a movie out and the entire time you're following their path and you think you're following a hero, and at the end of it. They're, re- they're revealed to be the villain. And then the next movie, you introduce the hero. And then that way, you feel like a pull because you're pulling for the hero because you've been with them their entire... Or the, the villain because they've been, you've been with them their entire journey, even though they may be doing things that are evil. Yeah, I mean, it's going to help kind of focus us on some a, a different yeah. view of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Cause they're, or the world yeah. in general, yeah, the really. world. Yeah, because it's, it's a lot... Different now because of the blip and everything yes. that happened during that time, uh, the world has definitely changed, and we'll For sure. get a focus more in on on why the world is the way it is mm-hmm. through I, them. I have a theory, but I, I, we should get through the kind of this the yeah. state of the next two properties first. Yeah, but that's fine. Absolutely. Let's let's talk about Black Widow. It finished technically before Loki did, so we'll, we'll start. We'll go with Black Widow next. Obviously, Natasha is unfortunately dead. After yeah, the yeah. end of Endgame, and you know we're we're that is confirmed at the end of Black Widow in the Tombstone, in the yeah. post credit scene. Yeah. There's there's no denying whether or not like she's she's coming back or or at least in this uh, reality. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, um, so Natasha's gone. But again, like just like you said, with uh, Valentina showing up to recruit uh, to recruit uh, Elena. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Elena. Um, man, I can't wait to see what's happening here. Um, aside from that. Like it was just a prequel, right? I mean, yeah, it's it was really enjoyable. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah, but it also gives us another potential uh, team, uh, uh, person to be on the team for the Dark Avengers with Taskmaster. So, yep. potential. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a good point. That's yeah, a good point. yeah, that would be that was really cool. And I felt like one of the one of the most important parts was actually something a little more subtle, and it kind of like gave her the vision and the um and the mindset to be able to to where where she was at in infinity war made more sense Uh, like how she felt about family how she felt about the avengers i I felt like really this focused her vision of that um because there is a kind of hole between civil war and infinity war where you're kind of like i i I don't a hundred percent understand why she is all of a sudden, this leader figure slash so determined in this sense, um, whereas this movie kind of got you from there, from Civil War to here, and, you know, f- fight, figuring out her mindset. I just wish we would have got this movie in between Civil War and Infinity War, like, it, it's placed. I mean, I, I really do, because I feel like that would have made the stakes in Endgame, like, so much greater. Yeah. Like, just the fact that we got to live that one more movie with, with Black Widow. 
Yeah. yeah. Also would have been just made the movie better. Don't get me started on this though. <laughs> you know how I feel? Like she should have gotten a movie way before Captain yeah. Marvel did. Oh yeah. Yeah. So stupid. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. All right. But really, um, the reason we are having this show, this particular podcast <laughs> is literally because of episode six of Loki. Right. Changes everything. It changes yep. everything. The finale of Loki, super important. I mean, I was just talking to a friend who, uh, you know, he's been watching Loki, but he said he, he didn't finish it yet. He, he watched the first 10 minutes of episode five. And I was like, okay, well, what are you doing? Right? I said, you ha-, he's like, just tell me what happens. I was like, no, <laughs> you have to watch the finale. I said, it, it, it changes everything. Like, it's so important, you know? It is. And, uh, yeah, so we get the reveal um, of Kang the Conqueror. Well, excuse me, a version of Kang, version of Kang the Conqueror. At the end of uh, the Loki series, and he is the one that has been controlling the TVA, and it really seems like they're setting up for Kang the Conqueror to be the big bad, the yeah. overarching nemesis, right? Yeah. Now, is he as important as, or is he going to be as impactful as Thanos? Is it going to require a whole decade preparing for the showdown with Kang? Maybe not, but I could see Marvel doing, you know, a multiple year, you know, direction. Right. Yeah. Well, as many things are slated for, like Phase Four. I mean, that that's plenty. I mean, it really yeah. is. How yeah. how much that they have on their docket for sure. I mean, yeah, there's a lot, and you know, I mean, I think sometimes we forget, you know, how many movies they were putting out in the early phases. Mm-hmm. It was like one. If you got two a year, you two, felt right. really, really right. lucky. Yeah. And yeah. then was you it know? like 2017 where they had four, or maybe it was 2018 or something? No, it's probably 2017 where they had four. Yeah, and and now and even considering like how many we're looking at now, like we are, we still oh have two, we three we, to go. We this still year. have three this year to well, go. Yeah, three movies this year. Yeah. And then we also and then, have yeah, and then three or four series this year <laughs> yeah. too. So like just insane amounts of content right. left to the, the, the last part of this year is going to be like yeah. a, a crazy monsoon. Here of in a minute, MCU. here in a minute, I want you to read off kind of the rest of the slate for this year, and then you know beyond that as well. Um, but here's the kind of theory I, I had. It's not really a theory; it's just a thought. Okay, I think you're just going to have for a little bit of, of time, for a few years, you're going to have various fights going on. And when I say fight, I don't mean like a literal physical fight, but various fronts, okay? Like, I think everything that's happening in the Falcon Winter Soldier, everything with, like, you know, the Thunderbolts unofficially for now, um, you know, everything on Earth is going to be kind of grounded to Earth, right? But then you got all this, all the questionable stuff with, like, WandaVision and Loki and time and magic and sorcery. And, and then you got things in space too, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like you've got the, the Thor movie coming out. Um, there's probably other space things. Oh yeah. Gar- there's like two different guardians things coming out. Yeah. A, s- a holiday special. A holiday special. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll get the, there. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there. But here's a fun thought that I had, right? Who is the, I think the only person as of now that understands the danger of Kang is Loki. Yes. Right? Yeah. How cool would it be? I, I, this is not my original theory. I saw this somewhere, um, or maybe one of y'all said it, which would make it really funny that I'm the one bringing it up on the podcast. But how funny would it be if, you know, you've got everything else happening in the MCU on Earth, in space, you know, Thunderbolts, antiheroes, multiverse, but nobody knows that Kang is the real threat, right? Yeah. You know, Doctor Strange is putting out fires here in a minute. That's what it's going to be. But nobody knows that it's really Kang except for Loki. So what if Loki 
became like the new Nick Fury. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. And he's going around and like recruiting a new Avengers team. Yep. I, w- I did have the <laughs> idea, yeah, idea that good. he would be a herald of some sort. Okay, yeah. Um, to w- whether it be as maybe not as big as Nick Fury. I was thinking more along the lines of, in my mind, I was thinking more of like, Hulk, when he first shows up on Earth in Infinity War, and he's like, Thanos is coming. Like, that type of thing. Like, him kind of running around <laughs> kind of more mindlessly. Just All like, right. I, But it, it would be very interesting to see him have to do that, and, then it, and him have to be like, no, seriously, Loki. Or, no, no, seriously, Thor. I'm not messing with you. Yes, I'm this be- is, exactly. This is, this is real. Like, I can't... And I can like, see that. I... That seems like because a great so way to much reintegrate Loki. Distrust of yep. him, um, especially with his, if, if he were to come back again, technically from the dead, yeah. from the in the mindset of like <laughs> of Thor, Thor for, and yeah. even though he really isn't coming back from the dead, but you know, it would just be it'd be the amount of distrust and trust you would have to build. It would just be it would be insane. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And uh, actually, here's a thought that I, I just had right now. Right. Um, fresh but, thought. Uh, fresh thought. Had, we've had three series. Okay, we had the uh, WandaVision, obviously we talked about, and that deals a lot of like the magic and yep. uh, realities and mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? And then we also had the Falcon Winter Soldier, or yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier, which is more grounded, more uh, earthbound, um, realistic, right? And then the third one has to deal with timelines, right? I feel like if we look at that slate, um, at least the immediate slate, each property will fall into reality, reality, magic, earth, or timeline. So what you're saying is what if is going to be all about timelines, Uh, Miss Marvel is going to be all about, um, this is going to be all about magic, and then Hawkeye is going to be all about grounded. Yeah, and Shang-Chi is going to be grounded. And or bo- or magic, magic probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably magic. Lean that way. Yeah, Eternals, magic. probably be ma- magic. Yeah. So yeah, and Spider Man is Spider Man timeline. timeline. Doctor Strange yeah. timeline. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like different fronts. Yeah, different yeah. fronts. So there, I, I that's mean, you, categorizing you, your fronts yeah. that you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, if you would have to say, if you're trying to fit into the Shang Chi, I think how would have to fall into the lines of grounded. If you're if you're saying Shang Chi, if you're saying so Shang Chi grounded, you'd have to put. You know, the Eternals is magic, and you would have to put um, yeah. Spider-Man I as timeline. I do think it's okay for them to have, like, like multiple like genres. Back like back like back. Shang-Chi yeah. Shang- yeah. can have magic and grounded, yeah. because it, it's... There's M- clearly magic going M- on here. Yeah, <laughs> MCU, um, they're starting to, like, intertwine these storylines, and what better yeah. way than to, like, mash the magic and the grounded, and then the reality, timeline, grounded, like... The, the, this is, needs to be uh, like to help push the general audience to help understand. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to fuse these lines in order yep. to push their phase four forward. So, I mean, I can definitely see the, these properties doing that. Well, speaking of phase four, why don't you tell yeah. us what's what's on the slate? So, on the f- on the film front, okay, big big picture for the rest of the, this year. Uh, I'll start with the, this year first. Okay, uh, we have uh, Shang Chi: Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, that is coming out in September. There's trailers so, out. You can yeah. see those trailers. Yeah, epic trailer. Uh, Eternals also coming out this year. Also and, a trailer out. Yep, that'll be in November. And then we also have December, which is Spider-Man No Way Home. Great okay? way to end the year. Yep. That's a yeah. That's a great way to end the year. Okay, and I believe that's gonna be a Christmas movie, like around Christmas time. Yeah. So it's yeah. like filmed in winter, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So literally like the end of the year. And then uh, we go to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. 
Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, and 20, then that or, ends 2022. That's for, four in 2022. Yeah, that's four in 2022. Yep. Okay. And then we go to 2023 with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and then a to-be-announced dates for Fantastic Four and Blade. But yep. Blade did just get a director. So Fantastic Four is supposed to come out in 2023. Uh, it says to-be-announced. Yeah, so okay. it could it could be later, but most likely it will be a 2023 release. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then that's just the movies. Though. That's just the movie front. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Fill in the gaps. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> and so these will all take place in between <laughs> between all those movies. Okay. So next is what if? Okay. Yeah. Which we'll circle we'll circle around and talk at yeah. more at length. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we have what if, and then we have <clears throat> Miss Marvel, which is introducing a new character to yeah. the, to the yep. MCU. A young uh, character. Yeah, young, young character. Yep. Uh, we have Hawkeye. Also introducing a new yes. young character. And that would be the slate of 2021. Okay. okay. But then we go into 2022, and we get Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion. Which I cannot wait for. Yeah, I can't either. And then we have the ones that are to be announced, okay? The to be announced ones are Ironheart, which they just casted their lead role. Um, Dominique Thorne will be playing Riri Williams. Gotta love it. Uh, Armor Wars, which is going to be starring Don Cheadle as yeah, War Machine. Cool is that? Looking forward to that. And then there's like a little like feature, like mini thing that I don't think has anything to do with the MCU, but I'm just going to say it anyway. It's I Am Groot, and it's going to be <laughs> based around Groot. Uh, just a little short. Yeah. And then uh, the final thing is, I don't know how it's going to connect or whatever, but we're going to get a holiday special of Guardians of the Galaxy. Which, which strangely to me, comes out before... Yeah, it's 2022. Yeah. It comes out before Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Volume 3. I wonder if they're like... I mean, you know, Peter is from Earth. You know, he grew up with Christmas. Oh, yeah. He probably hasn't had a normal Christmas in a long time. Right? Yeah, probably comes not. Comes back to Earth for the battle with Thanos. Gets kicked in in the man regions by Gamora. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, maybe... I mean, it could be all about him trying to win back, like, the classic love story around, you know, around Christmas. Oh, he you makes know, a big gesture. To, yeah, know, like, trying, trying to, to get back. Gamora back, you know, to... <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, yeah. so to get, maybe... Which would be an interesting way to kind of fast-track towards the movie so that when the movie picks up, they don't have to do that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, that's that's a heavy. Slate and there's probably for phase more. Four. There's there's obviously more coming. You know, you know, a low key season two is going to come out eventually. Yes, yeah. yes. And there's is. there's going to be more um, series. I'm I'm not of the belief that they're going to be crushing these Disney Plus series now and in 2022, and then in 2023 there's only going to be like one or two. Like I I have a feeling they're going to have just a whole lot more content still that hasn't yeah. been announced. You Although know? I do think they'll probably slow down a little bit. I think they'll probably cap it at maybe three a year. You know, like, I, I don't feel like, I, although I'm loving this content, I don't know if if they want to continually be putting out six series yeah. in one year. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if no, we'll be able to. I don't to, think so either. I don't know if we'll be able to survive you as know. a podcast if we have to <laughs> yeah, cover. So send help. Yeah. Send help. <laughs> cover that many series yeah. in, a, in a year. So That's fair. Ideally, ideally, it would make sense to release four movies a year, one each quarter. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, three series in between those. Like it, yeah. bridging the gaps. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that I think that would make the most sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about just. I mean, we're not going to talk about all those projects at length, but what's next is what if it starts on August 11th, uh, Wednesday, August 11th on Disney Plus, yep. 
and it's going to be, I think, a 10-episode animated series, the first animated series in the MCU. Uh, it's going to be, what? what's that word, that fancy word you guys use for? <laughs> anthology yeah, series. Yeah, there you yes. go. An anthology <laughs> series. Yeah, it's going to be a bunch of standalone episodes about what if this happened? Yeah. What if that happened? What if this happened? Uh, and the storylines go from uh, what if a zombie apocalypse broke out and yeah. all the Avengers were zombies? Uh, what if uh, Peggy Carter took the super soldier serum and became Captain Britain? Which like, I think is going to... I, I feel like this, some of them is going to be... They're playing around a little bit. But I think like something yeah, like that okay. could be... Like like uh, like T-Roll has brought up the, the difference between what if and what is. That's right. Um, yes. I, I legitimately <laughs> think that some of those could arc... You know, whether yeah. they're just little things or whether they become big parts of it, especially something like Captain Britain, because I feel like, although I feel like that could become, you know, a great way to reintroduce like a, a version of Haley Atwell to the MCU. Um, and who I, doesn't I, want more Haley Atwell? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you want her back in? Um, but I think that would be so super cool to see that. Um, or just something, I think a couple of them could be legitimately brought storyline-wise in, especially with the way the multiverse is maddening yes, at the moment. That's, that's the key. With with what happened at the end of WandaVision, and we know that there's aspects of um, the upcoming Spider-Man film that are going to be multiverse-based, and obviously the next Doctor Strange is subtitled The Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And then you literally see it just, just blowing up at the end of Loki. Yeah, yeah. Like, it makes the stakes for What If totally different than when we first heard about it. When we first heard about it, I thought it was just going to be a fun yeah, kind of fun fan one-off. service. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. And now it's like, man, every episode I watch, it's like, this could this could like yes. come could to life. It could, it could trickle over to the MCU. It like, could, it could yeah. trickle over to live action. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I don't think they have a long term play for animated. Right. But it could be like, you know, Kevin Feige just throwing out like, let's just test this real quick. You know, let's see yeah. Yeah. this see how the this traction. Goes. Here, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe we'll bring it back in somehow eventually. Or or maybe there's some aspects that are already being planned on. Right. Yeah. I don't know what they would be, but, you I know. Mean, I mean, it could be something as simple as, like, they're well, dude, animated in go. this universe. It works really well. They really like it. And then they come back over and, well, you the, know. The, the Doctor Strange arc or story in What If is supposed to be our Doctor Strange versus, like, a dark, Doctor evil Strange, Doctor Strange. Yeah. That yeah. could very much literally happen in Multiverse yeah. of Madness, and we don't even know That's it. true. And uh, from what we saw in the What If trailer, they, there wasn't necessarily like 10 storylines I could like pinpoint. Yeah, so right. I think they're saving some that have oh, for sure. ha- that were due to like the implications of uh, what happened in these other series. Yeah. So, it very uh, well could we'll be. See. Mm. We'll see. Man, I'm excited. So yeah, obviously um, the, the stakes are just different for What If, and again... Like I just said a minute ago, the stakes are are different for Spider-Man. I still can't believe it's, you know, we are over how many I don't know how exactly how many weeks we away we are from Spider-Man, but we should be getting a trailer. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> of the mind that it doesn't need it? a trailer. I'm the guy I'm the kind of guy that says don't release a trailer yeah. because especially for something like Spider-Man, I said this for Endgame too. Nobody needs a trailer for Endgame. And I think it is similar maybe to a smaller degree certainly. We don't need a trailer for Spider-Man. So you're telling me when they release a Spider-Man trailer, we won't do a whole entire episode of a trailer no, we trailer will. reaction. <laughs> we, we certainly will, but that doesn't mean it has right. to come out. Right, okay. You know what I'm saying? But I do wonder why it has it, though. It just 
there's, there's a reason for that. There is. I, maybe I it has I to do with what if. Yeah, yeah maybe. Mm. maybe. See, I at don't first know. I was saying it has to do something with Loki. And now that Loki's done, I'm thinking, you know. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, I, I don't know. I just, the only problem I have with trailers in general is, like, they can't get out of their own way sometimes. It's like, it, oh, they reveal the, the biggest plot twist of the movie, and then you're like, yeah. eh. Well, okay, okay, so for, for Spider-Man, for, well, for Spider-Man, uh, Sony is not in charge of the trailer, okay? MCU is. And yeah. MCU does a little bit better job than Sony does with keeping things closer to the chest. Yeah. So... Um, I don't think we're going to get anything too massive spoiler, spoilerly or whatever um, in this trailer, but I do think it's going to be just enough to uh, like just wet the whistle. I think Marvel learned from their mistake of releasing the Civil War trailer and having Spider-Man in it. I think they learned from that lesson. Oh, I really do. God, because that, that was so, so dumb. Because, I mean, there's, there have been so many times where I've seen trailers that have just ruined stuff. Like, one my, that run, jumps into my mind right now is Terminator Genesis. Like it was, they they reveal like the one of the biggest things that he's actually a Terminator, um, that, that uh, John Connor is actually a Terminator in the trailer, and it's like, why would you do that? There's a huge release in that, but it, I just I feel like lots of times, because lots uh, most of the time the person who directs a trailer is not directly affiliated with any the movie yeah. they are just somebody who's outside who's yeah, exactly. putting together a trailer right. um so i feel like i don't know they just don't care as much they just want to make a good product they don't care whether the right. uh, you know does it does it does it spark you know interest it doesn't matter necessarily if it you know ruins a good i want to know how many trailer people out there have uh been fired from the industry for um, for doing such a terrible job of revealing the storyline that's see, what I want to know. See, what I'm thinking is they don't at all. I think they're just their objective is to create as much buzz, and they don't care if they spoil anything. Yeah. And that's it, 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 that's what it's actually. That's about what I'm nervous that. about with the Spider-Man trailer whenever it comes because I think there's going to be so many amazing things that are like if, for example, if there's a Miles Morales in this next Spider-Man, which it's being reported that there will be, I don't want to see it in the trailer. But yeah, I just I have a feeling they'll show it. I, I, I don't want to see Tobey Maguire. I don't want to see Andrew Garfield. Well, see, I, I wouldn't don't be shocked see... to see any of this that, is, man. I can't, I'm going to call the trailer right here. Okay, if, it was, if it was a bad trailer. Okay, like, it's going to be Tom Holland doing a voiceover, right? Tom Holland doing a voiceover. Spider-Man sw- swinging through the city, saving people the other day. He lands on a rooftop. It pans up from his feet all the way up to his head. He takes off his mask, and it's freaking Tobey Maguire. <laughs> like, that's it. That's the trailer right there. But with Tom Holland's freaking voiceover. I, I'm yeah, calling man, it right I don't now, want man. that. I don't want that. <laughs> and what – yeah, we, we need to probably move on from trailers. But just know I am still upset about that Civil War trailer uh, yeah, as well. Yeah. So. And it was, like, the third and the final trailer, too. Well, and it it's was, like – you have ten other Avenger stars. You don't need to get yeah. in. No, yeah, people are going to see this. Yeah, you have a huge. You have a huge storyline. You don't yeah. need to do this. No. It would have been so much more awesome if, in the middle of the movie, just like boom, exactly, you're just like mind blown. Exactly. Nonetheless, I digress. Um, you know, before we wrap up, let's let's talk about maybe any other thoughts, theories, um, what we think is going to come. Uh, we've we've kind of bounced all around the MCU yeah. so far, but anything else you guys got? Um, just as a general rule, I think one of the most important things that we will see, and we have to come to grips with it, and I brought it up in the Loki finale, is the relationship between the the movies and the TV is going to be is going to be insane. I, I feel like our 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 minds as 
people who consume media is going to have to turn a little bit because we're going to have to learn that the big screen and little screen, there is no division anymore for the MCU. It is one and the same. Yeah. And I think that's, it's insanely awesome. But I feel, I do feel like in, this may, this may just be me personally a little bit that I'm going to really have to think about what are the possibilities? Because in my mind, there were always ceilings and floors for what a TV show and a movie could do. And I feel like they have in this. Blew have, the roof yes, off. Uh-huh. They, they, they have tore those, you know, the, those the barriers. The, yeah, those barriers between those two entities just to smithereens. Yeah. Yeah. Be, seriously. And, and I was thinking, I'm giving it some more thought. Like, this is the perfect time to do it, right? Like, 2021. Yeah. Not everyone on the planet, but the majority, the vast majority of people that go to see Marvel movies are also streaming stuff endlessly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Almost everyone, you know, has multiple apps on their devices and they're streaming content and they're binging shows. You know what I'm saying? Right. D- Disney knows exactly what they're doing. Kevin Feige knows exactly what they're doing. But at the same time, I didn't expect for them to reveal who we believe to be the next Thanos in a Disney Plus series. Me either. Like, that blew me away. Which is why, again, one of the reasons we're doing this exact pod <laughs> is because episode six of Loki literally it changed. Yeah, yeah. Like, we actually, when we did that review, we were like, do we talk about all these, impl- you know, uh, all the effects that this has on the MCU now or an yeah. entire different podcast. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, for me, I have uh, two two things, okay? One, a little bit more um, in, in humorous, uh, but the, the other one's like more serious. But the humorous one is, where does Deadpool fit in, it, in all this, okay? when The multiverse has yeah. been blown open. Yeah, when, when will we get some Deadpool mm-hmm. in, interjected into any one of these properties uh, or series? That would be, it would be amazing. Like, I, <gasps> Holiday special. Oh, Guardians he, holiday he leads it. He, like he reads, he reads the book like <laughs> yes. he did to uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Fred Savage. Yeah, that would be. I mean, that would be an interesting way to play it. Oh you know? man, that's great. Oh yeah, I love it. What's the other thing? Um, you got any more thoughts on Deadpool? <laughs> no, I mean, for, well, Deadpool would just be phenomenal. Having, I mean, in, I mean, Spider Man that'd be great, and he can show up in. Uh, maybe in the pits fighting in Shang-Chi. Like, yep. I don't know where you want to put Deadpool, I know. but put whenever, him somewhere. Whenever we first get him, it's going to be amazing. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think he could be a very interesting character in the sense of Ooh. understanding how big Kang can actually be. Because he is outside of... He, he, he can see outside of the fourth wall. He can see that in the sense of... So he may be one of those characters who... Can put draw the lines of seeing the big picture of what's actually happening with Kang, possibly. Yeah, like you, like Loki is a great version of that, but I feel like Deadpool could do it as well. Mm-hmm. Something that I hope uh, this this kind of gets back to your conversation, the point you made, Shimato, about you know the the barriers between movies and and TV shows, and it's all there's one screen now. It's not a big screen and small screen, yeah. right? I do hope that Marvel is savvy enough. Um, to for certain big reveals to keep them from movies just because of the communal aspect. Like when we get, when I got to go watch Black Widow, the theater was full. Yeah. And there weren't like a ton of moments that were like, <gasps> you know? No. Yeah. yeah. But like even with Valentina at the end, it was like, oh, like everyone was like, there was, yeah. a, there was an audible sound in the audience. And so when, whenever Deadpool shows up, I hope it's not holiday special now that I mention it because <laughs> I want to be in a theater. When when that happens, yeah. I want everyone to lose their mind collectively. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope I hope like even thinking about with about that with Jonathan Majors, like you know that would have probably felt bigger in a movie theater. It would have. Yeah. But I like they did did it the way they did. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I also kind of like the they they introduced him without introducing him, you know, in, in a way they did, yeah. Like so, yeah. they did keep it kind. They didn't of, even say Kang. They, yeah, they never use actually use the word Kang. <laughs> um, he just used some references to himself, and it isn't like the big bad version of himself. Exactly. Yeah, it's not his yeah. like, yeah. ultimate form. It's, it's almost like you catching like a glimpse of him in a mirror mm-hmm. rather than you know seeing him straight on like it would be you, you just kind of see him in a glimpse in a mirror and you're like that has to be that person but it doesn't really count yeah. because it was just in the reflection we we you know we have to start watching marvel literally like it's a comic book series you know like and i know that sounds really elementary and like well duh it's based on yeah. comic books but like when you read frame comics, by frame yeah there are multiple different versions of all these characters and universes and storylines and hypothetical situations right exactly and now that we're getting a literal multiverse and and for how long like multiverse i think is going to open up or at least visually we're going to see aspects of it remnants of it in spider-man i i hope it doesn't close at the end of multiverse of madness like right, that would yeah. be that would feel like a letdown to me if, if Doctor it, Strange figures it out in one movie, agreed. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. I mean that would suck. It would. It would because this has like the potential for so much, so much right. more. In fact, it'd be great if, like, it ends. If if we're dealing with multiverse stuff for the whole way until the next like big Avengers film. I mean, yeah, I could see it being that way just because of the tendrils that are Kang, and like you kind of have to quell the entire like, line of Kang before you can really put the timelines back into their place. Yeah. Yes. And my second thing... Oh, yeah. I back <laughs> Actually, I was going to keep going. If that's, uh, no, yeah, go kidding. for it, man. I'm just yeah. totally kidding. No, totally my kidding. second thing is, like, okay, Shimato, you're, like, a huge fan of, like, symmetry in movies and film and stuff yes. like that, right? So, phase four, like, I really, I really believe that it's going to be, like, symmetry to, like, phase one, and so, like, the team building, right? Um, but then, like, going into, like, a Phase 2 type of deal. But uh, Phase 4 is so big, I feel like they're going to do Phase 2 things within it, right? Yep. So I feel like f- um, the Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier, was that big turning point, right? That big turning point for the MCU. Yeah. What do you believe the big turning point is going to be out of these uh, Phase 4 properties, Shimano? Hmm. Put you on the spot. Put you on the spot. The introduction of X-Men. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. okay. And then how? Like out of the <gasps> out of the properties that Eternals. were named. It's happening. Shimano's given voice to my theory. <laughs> He's finally giving in. Yes. It's no. Eternals is an X Men film. So out Eternals of the property, is an X Men film. <laughs> out of the properties that have been named, where, how does that how does that come to play? Um, how they'll come into play? I'm not a hundred percent sure how they'll come into play in that. Okay. But I think you know uh, I, that's opening such a huge world, right? To to everything that is going to be happening. Um, so I feel like, you know, if you introduce X-Men, that is, and I think this would be a great time to introduce them and, you know, kind of, I don't know, like the, the idea of putting them almost on a lifeboat, you yeah. know, in one of those multiverses and you just so happen that then the lifeboat is, lifeboat is, you know, Professor X and, you know, like the, the people like the that ultimate, you like. ultimate lifeboat. Like. Yeah. Like, like, oh no, um, yeah, you can go. We, yeah. we didn't. We didn't like your version of Rogue, so just like go away. Like I don't. I don't like you. Yeah. Uh, like, like I still like. I remember watching the original X Men and just like 
I did not even know that that was Rogue. Like, she, like because I did, nothing, she just isn't Rogue. Yeah, she character. isn't Rogue in my mind. From what I remember from, like, the animated series, she is nothing. Like, there's not a scratch of her that are that is Rogue. Yeah. You, that's a good question. And I know you were asking Shimato and not me. Whatever. But <laughs> I'm going to answer. Um, I, I'm trying to think, like, if they, if they were to have a, a clear... And so, like, what Winter Soldier did, that actual particular film, is it... It kind of, like, it revealed Hydra as being in the shadows, and right. that Hydra was a, you know, I mean, you were, we're still getting Hydra name, like, name dropped all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, everywhere, right? Um, but also, like, that was the first, that was a redemptive movie. Like, you had Avengers, Iron Man 3, and, yep. and the dark, Thor the Dark Worlds were the, the two worst movies, in my opinion, in the MCU, and that was the rebound, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we it might not feel the same is what I'm trying to say. Like there might not be a re, there might not be a need for a rebound. I hope there isn't. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It like, was I more think, of a redemptive. It had to redeem. Yeah, had everything. To redeem. Yeah, yeah. And, and like the stars were the con- everyone's contracts were up. Nobody knew what was next. Right. The film after that was Guardians of the Galaxy, and and nobody knew what was going on yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, it was right? floored. Everyone was floored with that one. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. It was led by the fat dude from Barks and Rec, who is <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. the muscular dude. Right. right? Yeah. So, so I'm I'm not sure. That's kind of hard to answer, and I feel like we won't like. We won't know that until that moment comes. You well, know? with the with the screen being blended, like could that happen in a series? I was gonna say if there's a identifi- identifiable moment like that, I feel like it'll still come in a movie. Yeah. Um, but you have more time to develop in a series now, so I I, I think it, it could potentially come in a, in a series. And I'm just I mean I'm just gonna throw it out there for like I I really feel like it's gonna be in Miss Marvel. The TV show. Yeah. I kind of feel like there's, like, I feel like wow. the, you have the mutant potential in Miss Marvel. I really feel like uh, you're so, getting, so, so you're saying X-Men is going to be the turn. Uh, potentially. Oh, I, well, I mean, potentially the X-Men could be the turn in that in that show. But I think that show has a, has a I don't know, has, bra- has branching aspects. So yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to put it there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there for you guys. Like, you can simmer and think on it, but I think and, that's going to be And a little, little sauce onto that is the whole... You know the guy coming out saying he played the first mutant in the MCU and <laughs> whatever that may be, but like you know bleeding into that, and then you know it would be awesome be if they were to like actually let Deadpool be like a real mutant. <laughs> like, I can see Deadpool showing up in this Marvel, like in the sense of just... no way, bro. <laughs> that does not fit truth, at if, all. If if I would love to see a Maybe the fourth um, Spider-Man movie be a buddy cop film between <laughs> Deadpool and, Deadpool Spider-Man. and Spider-Man. Yeah, why not, right? That would be no. phenomenal I, in my mind. De- Deadpool in this next Spider-Man film, to yeah. me, makes the most sense for when Deadpool's going to show up. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think so, too. They're, like, they're very It's well another com- multiverse where somebody mistakes Deadpool as Spider-Man. <laughs> and he turns around and he's like, I'm not that guy. I'm not Tom Holland. Like, I look yeah. like Tom Holland. He literally yeah. says He literally, yeah, he literally says Tom, Tom <laughs> yeah. Holland. Um, but yeah, actually, I mean, it, it could end up being Fantastic Four. That could end up being like the the, the, big. the, the big turn, the big change, the big whatever. I mean, yeah, it could I, be that. I tend to have this thought that if, if <laughs> I'm still holding out theories that uh, <clears throat> Eternals is actually an X-Men film. But if it's not, um, which it's probably it's, not. It's not. Uh, but when it is, and I'm crowned as the royalist of the geeks, you guys can all bow at my feet. But anyways, 
<laughs> if if it's not uh, an undercover X Men movie, I I kind of think that the mutants and X Men is still a long ways away. Just so like they can spread out some of the the storylines, I and, guess. Yeah, and you know er- erase the the stench of Fox. Is that what you're saying? No, not <laughs> has nothing to do with that. It's it's just more of like that would be another big mega storyline all kind of happening yeah i i I could see i i do understand what you're saying there and i think it in in a lot of ways x-men should probably be on have its own like you know branch moment you know like where it's building its own it's a parallel like timeline but it's not necessarily a it's like part of the phase but it's not really a part of the phase like you know you'll see slight interactions and they'll come for like the big battles, but they'll kind of have their own path set for them. Is what just because of how big and how rich X Men is on its own, you know? I I'm, I could see Marvel doing X Men as a, a TV series because you can actually uh, develop those characters, those mutants. Yeah, and I think you could really dive into the, each character yeah. a, a lot better um, in a series than in, than a movie. Yeah, yeah, that would so. be really cool, and and I still think it would be really cool if at some point, you know, with all this multiverse, somehow a version of Captain America is dropped in the 1980s, and he ends up fighting Red Guardian. Like <laughs> I would love yeah, that. That would be great. Be amazing. That would be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see. I mean, dark versions of our, you know, famed heroes too. Like yeah. that, that's a possibility. There's. There's just, when you have multiverse added to it, there's just so many possibilities, and that's what I'm most excited about. So the only way I'm going to be disappointed is, like I said earlier, if Multiverse of Madness ends with Doctor Strange figuring it out, I'm going to be so disappointed. Like, I'd rather there be a cliffhanger for Doctor Strange 3, and that's like three or four more years away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, we should probably wrap it up. We've almost gone an hour again. So, yeah. um it's you know when you get, when you start you get, talking yeah, MCU, say, you just get rolling. Marvel, yeah, Marvel. I mean, the does truth that is, to we you. could literally do this for another hour or two. It's easily another hour. You know, I could do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. All right. Um, any thoughts before we get out of here, boys? Let's, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. I uh, just want to remind all of you listeners that we will be doing reviews of What If, starting with the first episode on August 11th. So that review will probably drop a few days later on Friday or Saturday. Be on the lookout for that. Thank you again for listening. Please uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. Uh, tell your friends about us. Hit us up if you've got any questions or thoughts or if you think we're crazy. Any cool theories you might have, hit us up. We would love to share them on the pod. And claim them as our own. And claim them as our own. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, for my good buddies, Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. <laughs> <laughs>